in your Bible. Amen. To Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 29. And uh, while we're turning there, I want to say, amen, how much we appreciate every guest and visitor. Maria, good to have you with us for the first time. Amen. Uh, Joseph, your family. Amen. Zara, good to see you again. Amen. And we love and we've been praying for each and every one of you. Amen. Before we knew your name, we were praying, God, touch the people in this community. Touch the families in this area, God. Help us to to be a blessing, God. Help us to to do everything in our power, Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 4. And verse 29. If you have it, say amen. Amen. have it here in my iPad, but I'm also wanting to turn there in my Bible. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 29, just one short verse of scripture. Uh, And this is some of Moses' parting words before he was fixing to leave this earth, to to die, to pass on. And the people of God were fixing to cross over the river Jordan into the promised land. And the Bible says one of the things that he said in verse 29, but if from Thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. In other words, if you seek him, if you seek the Lord, you will find him. If you seek the Lord, you will find him. If thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. Amen. When we seek after him, it's important and it's imperative that we seek him with all of our heart. And with all of our soul, with everything that we have on the inside of us. Amen. And so I want to preach for a few moments this morning on that topic. Seeking God. Seeking God. Amen. If you could set your Bibles aside, set them down to the chair you're sitting at. And let's close our eyes and let's ask the Lord. Let's beseech the Lord. Let's talk talk to God. God, we want you to speak to our hearts today. God, we're asking you right now, Lord, to... To anoint my lips of clay, God, help me to speak as the mouthpiece of God. God, I pray you would anoint every heart and every mind here this day, God. Help us to be receptive to your word, God. God, I pray you touch our hearts. Let them be open to the word of God. God, I pray that the word of God would produce fruit in our lives. That there would be a response to the preached word of God here this morning. And we'll give you glory and honor. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. Amen. Seeking God. Amen. These were some of the uh, parting words, as we said a moment ago, that Moses, before he left the people, uh, he would admonish them and he would, uh, he would advise them to seek the Lord, their God, with all their heart and with all their soul. And it's still very important for us as the church in 2018, the people here in 2018, to to give to God our undivided attention. It is something that God desires from us to have our undivided attention. I was told the story, uh, my brother-in-law, when he was just a little bitty baby, and uh, my my wife's grandma would hold him in her arms, and uh, his name's Jason, and and Jason was there, and and Grandma Lucille was holding him in in her arms, and uh, as she tells a story, uh, somebody else in the room would ask a question to, to grandma and grandma would look away for for a brief moment. And then they tell the story with a lot of uh, love. But Jason, my brother-in-law, would 
As soon as grandma's attention would be diverted somewhere else, he'd grab his mama by the, by the jaw and turn her face back towards him. Because little Jason wanted grandma's undivided attention. And there's a lot of us that when we're talking to people, we want them to look at us in the eye. We don't want people to look away, to look down. We want to know that they're, they're hearing us and they're, they're, uh, they're giving us our, our, the attention that we, we're asking of them. And the same thing with God as we come before the Lord. God is seeking our undivided attention. God is seeking. God wants us to seek Him with all of our hearts. Uh, the, the, the chapter there in chapter 4 of Deuteronomy, uh, there's a few of the verses that let us know that it says, For the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. God wants us to Himself. God wants your family to serve Him with all of your heart. It's His will. It's His desire that you give Him your undivided attention. It's God's desire that you seek Him with all your heart. And you say, God, I want to find you, God. I want to know you, my God. My, my, my view today is in the direction of you, God. I, I'm looking towards you to give me guidance, to give me direction. Yes. Amen. And the Bible, the, the chapter will continue in verse 39. It says, Know therefore this day, and consider in thine heart that the Lord, He is God in heaven above and upon the earth beneath. There is none else. There's none other, amen, there's no other God in this world that is worthy, amen, of our undivided attention. Webster would define that word seek as, as it were to follow after something. To seek is to go after, it's to pursue the primary senses, to advance, to press, to drive forward. Seeking God involves you following after Him Becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. Seeking Him. Amen. Your your attention is, is directly upon Him. You're pressing towards Him. You're seeking Him. You're driving, amen, at your life forward in the direction of Jesus Christ. Amen. we got to seek after Him. Some of us, amen, a few years ago, maybe currently, seeking a wife, seeking a husband, seeking a girlfriend, seeking a boyfriend. You're going to try all sorts of different ways to find that significant other in your life. Amen. Some would try, amen, coming to the church and looking around. Who looks like they might be available. Who looks like they might be in my age category. Looks like they might be X, Y, and Z. Some try going to, uh, and we encourage going to church conferences. That's probably the best place. Uh, but around the house of God is the best place to find uh, somebody to, to spend the rest of your life with. Some try looking online and they're seeking every which direction. Does, does uh, when we were growing up, does MySpace have uh, the person I'm looking for? Is the person found on Facebook? Is the person found on Snapchat? Is the person found on Instagram? And, and we're scouring the internet. We're scouring the world. Where is that person? That I want to spend the rest of my life with them. And we're looking every which direction. Some people, when you're younger, they go to the malls and they're looking around. They're scoping out. Hey, is that the one? Could that be the one? How about that one over there? And, and then uh, to, to further uh, show how much we're, we're seeking to find the right one, maybe we're hanging out with all of our friends and we're just hanging out all the time because you never know when you're going to hang out with the right person who's going to know somebody else. And then, hey, how are you doing? And, and they're seeking. And you do everything in your power. When you're, when you're really seeking to find somebody, you're doing everything in your power. You're trying to find them. Where are they? Uh, where, where exactly can I find them? And then if you really get some wisdom from God, you begin praying about it. God, help me to find the right one. And you're, you're asking God to give you direction. You're asking God to lead you, to guide you. 
and there's other things. Sometimes it's seeking a job in life. We're seeking to have a, a, some sort of employment and we go on Indeed.com. We go Monster.com. We go on LinkedIn.com and we, we call up all the temp agencies and we get together with the recruiters and we meet them over coffee and, and, and we do everything in our power to find that job and we're looking and we're putting applications. We're driving around town and we're trying to find where's that job that, that, I can, that I can work at and I can begin to make some money and I can begin to provide for my family. And you do everything in your power. And every time you're seeking after something, you're trying to exhaust all of your options. You're trying to exhaust every option you have. Amen. If, it's, if God gives you a job and then suddenly you find yourself saying, well, I really would like to have this in life. And so I need to make a little bit more money. So I'm going to seek a promotion. And some people resolve to smoozing the boss. They, they, they try networking and they try reaching out across industries and they try uh, just going to all these different events and networking, trying to find, uh, um, meet the right people at their, at their work and they try and hobnob with the bosses and do X, Y, and Z. Some people, they stay late at work. They go in early to work. They work weekends. They, they work for no pay. They, they, they go above and beyond. Uh, they take their work home with them and they're doing everything in their power. And there's nothing wrong with seeking a promotion. But uh, what I want to tell you today is in the process of seeking, you're doing everything in your power. I've got to get that promotion. I, I've got to make a little bit more income so I, my little kids can have a nicer new pair of shoes or what have you. Amen. Some of you, maybe you haven't done any of those things, but maybe you've sought for the right purse. Maybe you've sought for the right suit, the right necktie, the right outfit, the right whatever, the right shirt. And you go all over the Internet. You go to Amazon. You look online. You go to uh, you go to uh, every store in the mall. You try the Facebook store. You try uh, offer up. You try Instagram people's business pages. And you're looking for that right outfit. And you're trying everything in your power. I'm going to find that perfect outfit. A lot of us did that when we were getting ready for a wedding day or to be a part of someone's special day. We're trying to find that perfect outfit. But you exhaust all your options. You look in every which nook and cranny to find that particular outfit or that particular item you're looking for. Some seek, amen, as you're growing up in life or maybe a little bit uh, further along in life, you're seeking for wisdom and understanding. And you go off to college. Uh, you make sure you get your diploma in high school. You you uh, try to have a different... Uh, uh, educational shops, you may, uh, they may offer it in your job or, or whatever. You go from book after book, book to book, and you're trying to listen to lecture after lecture so you can obtain some knowledge, some wisdom. How do I do the thing that I'm tasked with doing? How do I become better in life? How do I advance myself? How do I get wisdom and understanding? And you read book after book, lecture after lecture, college course after college course. You're doing everything in your power. You're seeking after wisdom. You're seeking to know, amen, to have the right things. But I would tell you today that the greatest ambition of your life, the greatest ambition of my life, the greatest ambition we could ever have is to seek God, amen, to seek Him with all of our hearts and to truly know Him for ourselves, amen. The greatest thing you could ever accomplish, the greatest thing you could ever seek after is to seek after God with all of your heart, amen. Can I tell you today that God wants your desires to be right? God wants your desires to be in the direction of Him. Yeah. It is His will that you desire Him above all else. Yeah. It's His will that you desire Him above all else. And what we fail oftentimes to understand 
that in the process of seeking after him, to know his to know his will, Brother Frank, to, to know the mind of God. Amen. And when we seek in him, amen, we may be truly desiring to have a, a better house. We may be desiring to uh, for God to bless us with the promotion, for God to give us the wisdom, or for God to give us the spouse, the significant other, for God to give us that outfit. But when our attention is directly focused upon him. Amen. The Bible says that, amen, all of those other things are going to be added to you, but you've got to learn, amen, the secret of seeking His face, the importance and the value of seeking after God. And when you seek Him with all of your heart, God will make a way for all of the other things in life that you really do need. Hallelujah. Solomon, amen, as, as he was fixing to take the kingdom and to rule over the kingdom, Solomon began talking to God. And Solomon began to ask the Lord, God, give me wisdom. Help me to lead your people. God, I want your favor. I want you to help me, God. Because if you don't intervene in my life, God, I'm going to make a mess of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wreck the kingdom. And God responded, because you didn't ask for riches. Because you didn't ask, amen, for me to kill your enemies. I'm going to give you the wisdom. And I'm going to give you all the other things you didn't ask for. Amen. I want to tell you as you set up your, you set your face like a flint and say, I'm going to seek after God. I'm going to pursue Him with all of my heart. Amen. God knows exactly what you need and God will take care of the other loose ends in your life when you make Him your number one priority. When you make Him your number one priority. Amen. Some people, they try seeking after God through all different all different means, all different measures. Amen. Some try all the different religions of the world. And I just did a quick Google search. You can probably do the same thing. And one one result, according to Cora, said that there's 4,200 different religions of the world. How exhausted is that when you're trying to find some answers? Is there a God? And you go on Google and Google doesn't know what to believe sometimes. Google may have a lot of answers, but not always the right ones. But there's 4,200 or so. Suffice it to say, there's a lot of religions in the world you can choose from. There's a whole lot of options out there. Some tried all the different religions of the world. And I remember hearing stories growing up of people that had tried every single religion. They've tried religion after religion. They've tried uh, going down to this church and going down to that church. And somehow there was always something missing. They couldn't find exactly what they're looking for. And they, they're, but they're doing everything in their power. Some try listening to the advice of radio hosts. Maybe you turn on to Dr. Michael Savage and he talks about God, faith, and reason. And he offers up his little tidbit. Some try praying, saying, God, if you're out there, would you help me? Would you lead me? Would you speak to me, God? Would you help me? Some try, and they try picking up the Bible, and they say, okay, if there's, if there's really a God, amen, God's going to help me. God's going to speak to me. I need to know. I need to know where God is I can, because I can't feel him in my life. I can't identify him. My life's a wreck. I don't know whatever your life may be, uh, you may be dealing with in your life, but the word of God has answers to the problems in your life. Amen. When you get down on your knees and you begin to pray, you begin to say, God, 
give me some help. God, help me to pray. God, give me help. Something, I need something for the emptiness in my soul. And then you begin seeking after Him. God will lead you and He'll guide you. Hallelujah. Some try a little bit more abstract approach. They try exploring nature. And they, they go to all the, all the beautiful national parks. They go to all the different... Uh, beautiful places in the world. They try and connect me with nature. And maybe, maybe nature has some answers for me. Maybe I can find God in nature. And maybe nature can speak to me. Maybe I'll just hug a tree. Whatever it would be. And they try all different radical approaches. How to find God. To connect to God. To, to for some greater being. Some greater source of life. A, a greater power. And some others. Uh, amen. Maybe like yourselves. You listen to uh, somebody's testimony. Their personal testimony. Their encounter with God. Maybe in the course of living your life, you, you heard of, of somebody down the road that they had an encounter with God and God did a miracle for their life. God delivered them from alcohol, from drug addiction, from a broken marriage, a, a broken life. And we, we respond to that. We, we are drawn to that. And we want to hear someone's personal testimony. Amen. There were many people in the Word of God that were seeking after Him. How many times in the Scripture did the King, uh, King David, the greatest king, uh, over Israel, the people of God. How many times did he say in scriptures, Thy face, O Lord, will I seek. God, I'm pursuing to know you, God. I'm pursuing to have a relationship with you, God. I want to know you for myself. Amen. It's the right desire. King Josiah at eight years old, eight years of age, began to seek after God. Eight years old, little Josiah said, God, I want to please you, God. I want to do that which is right in the sight of God. And the Bible says that God helped an eight-year-old king, amen, to bring revival to the land. God helped an eight-year-old boy that began to seek his face to bring some order to the chaotic situations in the kingdom. Amen. When we seek his face, God is, amen, God is on, he's so anxious. He's at the temple of the corner. He's saying, just reach out to me. I want to help somebody. I want to move in somebody's life. But he's looking for somebody that will seek after him with all of their hearts. He's looking today. He's scouring the land. Amen. He's surveying the land. Is there anybody that has a heart to please me? Is there anybody that has a heart to know my will for their lives? Hallelujah. God is looking. Amen. He's, he's searching. Amen. There was a man by the name of Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus. Probably one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Blind Bartimaeus. Amen. Heard Jesus was coming. Heard that Jesus, Jesus was going to be coming through the town. And Bartimaeus tried his very best to get, uh, amen, to where Jesus was. He was, he was seeking to have something uh, greater than himself to intervene in his life. And Bartimaeus, uh, amen, the story goes that Bartimaeus began seeking after God. He tried to get a glimpse of Jesus. He tried to just find out, is, there, is that, that man that they're talking about, does he really have the power to fix my situation? And he, Bartimaeus, sought God with all of his heart. He sought God with all of his heart. And the Bible says that God began to move. Amen. Spare you the details for a few moments. But God saw the desire of Bartimaeus. And God responded to him, seeking after God. God always responds when we seek him with all of our heart. Bartimaeus did not let blindness did not let his handicap stop him from connecting with God. And when you begin to get rid of the excuses, and you begin to say, God, I forget all the excuses, all the reasons why I can't touch 
you. All the reasons why I can't live for God. All the reasons why you can't answer my prayer. And I'm going to seek you with all of my heart. God responds every time. Hallelujah. Somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bartimaeus saw after the Lord. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse number 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. The words in the middle of the verse, Isaiah 55 and 6 says, While he may be found. Implying that there is a specific time. There is an appointed time in every one of our lives. Amen. Where God is passing by the way. When God is... If God is walking by Bartimaeus, Bartimaeus is sitting there and God begins to walk by. That is the exact moment when God says, it's time, Bartimaeus, for you to reach out to me. It's while he may be found because you never know when Jesus may not be walking this way again. You never know if this is the last time he walks your money your way. And all you've got to do is reach out and touch him. It's while he may be found. There is an appointed time in every man's life when God begins to reveal himself, when God begins to speak to your life, and God begins to say, this is your moment in time when you can come in contact with the God of heaven. And you can find out for yourself that he's a real God. He's an ever-present help in the time of need. Yes. Luke chapter 11 and verse 10 says, For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. To him that knocketh, it shall be open. I want to tell you today, he's a prayer answering God. He's not a God He's going to sit back and ignore you. And he's not going to kind of give you the, the palm. Don't talk to me right now. I don't like you. You're, you're this, you're that. You're disqualified because of this and that. Amen. I'm going to tell you, he's a prayer answering God. Yeah. Amen. The soul that seeks him is the soul that finds him. Amen. I've never seen somebody come to an altar and just truly seeking after God and not leave. Amen. Feel like God touched him because every time, amen, you walk to an old-fashioned altar and you lift up hands and you say, God, I need you right now in my life. God responds every single time. He's a prayer answering God. He's able to do the impossible. He's able to do the miraculous. I'm preaching about a God that knows no impossibilities. He's able to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. If you'll seek Him with all of your heart. Acts chapter 17 and verse number 27 says that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after Him and find Him. Though He, listen to this, though He be not far from every one of us. Amen. If you seek Him, you're going to find out. Amen. John and Brother Jonathan, that He's closer to you than you realized before. When you seek after Him, Sister Gina, you find out that He's right next to you. Wait. Amen. For you to call out His name. I'm going to tell you today. God is not far from this place right now. God is not far from your family. God is not far from this place. And when you seek Him, when you reach out to Him, you find out He's not far. In fact, He's right there, right beside you, waiting for you to reach out to Him. How many times have I seen someone come to an altar and reach out to God and almost immediately tears begin to stream down their face because they know, they recognize God is here. God is right here. He's in this place. And He's as close as the mention of His name. 
Hallelujah. Can we lift our hands right now and let's just worship Him? Come on, could you do that with me for a few moments? Could you lift up your hands and close your eyes and begin to say hallelujah? Jesus, I love you, God. God, I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Oh, let's talk to him for a few moments. Hallelujah. I would tell you today he's not far from where you are this morning. Hallelujah. He's closer than you think. And he's waiting for you to seek after and to reach out to him. He's closer than you think today. The God of heaven. Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12, as I'm quickly coming to a close. Hosea 10 and 12 says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. And one commentator said that in this, in this verse, as he's talking about break up the fallow ground, and it's time to seek the Lord until he come and rain righteousness upon you. He said in this, in this passage of scripture, we're urged to turn over a new leaf. We're urged to begin a new life, to root out the weeds of sin, to begin to plow the ground, to begin to eradicate those evil passions that checked and stifled any godly desires God gave you. It's time to confront the things, the issues, the weeds, the sin in your life. And begin to say, God, help me to get rid of this. That I may truly seek you with everything that I've got. And there be no distractions. There be nothing that choke off the Spirit of God in my life. Just as the farmer runs his plow through the fallow or the hard ground. Amen. The Bible says we're to break up the fallow ground. We're to clear out the weeds and the roots that the ground may be pure and clean for the sowing of the seed. Amen. There, there must be that part of us that we understand when we come to an altar. And after that, at the close of, of, a, of a message, or perhaps it's during the middle of the message, if God speaks to you, you come to an altar and you begin to say, God, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my ways. God, get the weeds out of my life. God, get the thorns and the thistles out of my life. God, get the sin out of my life. God, I want to seek you right now. And when you come to an altar and you begin to seek Him and you begin to say, God, forgive me. God, I repent. God, I take care of the sin in my life. I've got a sin problem because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And we've got to repent of our sins. And when we do that, we will see that God desires, He truly desires to pour out His blessings and favor upon our lives. God is anxious to do some good things in our lives and to bring restoration. God is anxious to do it today. But God's saying, I want you to seek me with all your heart. Not haphazardly, not carelessly, but carefully with all your heart. I want to seek him. When it becomes the, the all-consuming passion of your life, when it becomes the all-consuming desire and passion of your life, God, I've got to know you. God, I've got to obtain the blessings and the favor of God. God, I've got to have the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. There is only one way 
John chapter 10 and verse 7 through 10. Then Jesus said unto them, Again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Amen. Jesus himself said, I am the door. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. If you're seeking after God, amen, it's through Jesus. If you're seeking to know the God of heaven, if you're seeking to know the God of the Old Testament, you've got to go to Jesus. He said, I'm the door. I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. It's all wrapped up in Jesus Christ. It's all wrapped up in Him. So if you're seeking after God, if you're you're truly desiring to know God, amen, you're going to come in contact with a man called Jesus. And you're going to obey the pattern that Jesus set before us how to be saved. John chapter 14, verse number 5, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus said it, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. If you're seeking after God, then you've got to come before a man called Jesus and say, Jesus, I believe you're God. And God, I want your will for my life. Jesus, I need you to help me like blind Bartimaeus said. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy upon me. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Bartimaeus realized that the only way I get God's intervention in my life is if I get Jesus' attention. If I have his help. Jesus did not claim, I want you to hear me carefully. Jesus did not claim to be a mere prophet sent from God. Jesus did not proclaim himself to be a mere prophet sent from God. But rather God himself. Jesus proclaimed himself to be God. I and my father are one. Before Abraham was, I am. And on down the line, so many verses, Jesus said, I'm God. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And in him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. It's all in Jesus. It's all wrapped up in that one man called Jesus. He's not a mere prophet from God, but he is God himself. Jesus said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. I'm simply proclaiming that there is no one God, and his name is Jesus. And when you're seeking God, you've got to go through Jesus. You've got to go through him. I'm going to tell you there are some religions that proclaim that uh, the God of their religion is an unknowable God. Amen. Their God is an unknowable God. But I'm going to tell you that Jesus is not an unknowable God. Amen. But just like our father Abraham, we too can be 
friends of God, we can have a relationship with Him, amen, that supersedes any other relationship in this world. Amen. We can know Him, and we can love Him, and He can know us, and He can love us, and we can be involved. Amen. We can be involved in Him. God can be involved in us. Amen. God wants you to know Him. God wants a relationship with each one of us today. Not just for you to come to church on Sunday morning and feel good. But God's desire when you go home today. Amen. God's watching over you. God's looking after your family. And God just says, Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday evening. Why don't you get down on bending knee again? And why don't you seek my face? Because I'm looking for somebody that will seek after me. I'm looking for somebody. I'm looking for a blind Bartimaeus that says, I've got to get his attention. Because the Bible says that he's looking to show himself strong. He's looking to show himself strong on the behalf of those that seek him, those that worship him, those that trust in him. He's just waiting for you and I to seek him with all of our hearts. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Furthermore, he said, I'm God all by myself. There is no other gods beside me. Jesus did not merely, as a man, reach enlightenment and encourage us to do the same. There are teachings that tell you that as long as you reach a little bit of enlightenment, you're going to be okay. Jesus did not reach, amen, as a man, enlightenment. And encourage us to do the same. In fact, he said, I am the light. Amen. He's the light. He's the light. Amen. That lights every man. Amen. He's the light. He's not trying to reach enlightenment. In fact, he's not trying to reach perfection. He said, amen, that that there's perfection in him. Amen. He's all perfect. He's everything all by himself. Jesus is the only one that claimed Amen. And that was sinless and spotless. All the other gods of this world were sinful. Had some sin in their life. Had some spots of sin from the world upon their lives. But Jesus was the only one that was sinless. He was the only one that knew no sin. And therefore he could take our place on the cross. That perfect sinless sacrifice. If the musicians could come at this time. We can stand to our feet. You can't seek after that which you don't know is available. I'm telling you that he's available. He's in this place. Jesus is here today. Somebody that says, I want to know. I want to know him on a deeper level. God, I want to take you by the hand. I want to know, God, that you see my family. I want to know, God, that you see my kids. I want to know, God, that you see the hardship, the pain I've gone through. I want to know, God, that you've got everything figured out, God. And if I just put my trust in you, God, you'll help me to get through the mess, to help me to get through the chaos. Help me to get through the bitterness. Help me to get through the hurt. I'm seeking after you today. I wonder if we can lift our hands one more time in this place. The Holy Ghost is in this place.
and God just wants somebody to reach out to Him today. Come on, I don't know what you may be facing. I don't know what you may be dealing with, but I can guarantee you, if you slip up a hand to God and you begin to say His name, Jesus, out loud, not in your heart, but you begin to verbalize it, articulate it, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, can we lift our voices in this place for a few moments? Can we lift our voices? Can we worship them as they sing unto the Lord? Come on, however you do with your own words, begin to say, Jesus. Come on, I challenge you. I dare you to simply say the name Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, you would show up in my life. Show up in my life. Show up.
here by accident. I truly believe that. None of us are here by happenstance. Amen. The Bible says no man comes except the Spirit draw him. It's by the working of the Spirit of God that you and I are here today. Amen. This word, if we'll take it home with us, amen, it'll help us.